Welcome to Behind the Camera, a show dedicated to the producers, directors, technicians, and all the people that bring you the images of sports to your television every night. I am your host, Uncle Jesse. On today's show, I welcome in Michael Tatamir. He's a camera operator out of Detroit, Michigan. He has done 17 Super Bowls, World Series, Finals, NHL Stanley Cups. He's done everything. Welcome to the show, Mike. Thanks, Eric. I appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me. So tell me how you got into sports television. You've done this for a long time, so I imagine you've got plenty of stories, but tell me where it started. Uh, Back in 1985, I went to, actually 84, excuse me. I went to, uh, I was interested in television, getting into it, but I didn't know how to get into it. I ended up going to Specs Howard School of Broadcast Arts. And back then, it was really geared towards uh, getting into radio, being a disc jockey. When I got in, the timing was just right where they were kind of entering into the TV production kind of workshop, if you will. And so I, I went there. And then from there, I was kind of, I was offered one job in a placement center there and I didn't take it. And, What ended up happening was I used to live at a townhouse, big townhouse apartment complex where, uh, of all people, George Blaha, who is still currently the Detroit Piston television announcer, play-by-play television announcer, he was working there. And through a friend, uh, he got me into uh, a, a cable company doing an internship local uh, doing high school football, high school. So he actually is responsible for kind of helping me get in through a contact at a cable company. And it, it kind of all started from there. That, that was like, that would have been 85. So I started doing some high school basketball and high school football. And then there was a gentleman there that worked there that was a freelance television cameraman. And he gave my name to a guy that was crewing uh, sports in Detroit, local sports on what was called Passports, Pro-Am Sports System. That's a long time ago, ages ago. And so I ended up getting uh, offered in, I think it was 1986, uh, January of 86, I think. Uh, I was, back in 85, I was doing some utility work. I did like a, like a Lions preseason game, which I thought was the biggest thing. I was there at the game, working television production. It was huge. But my first big camera, job was uh 1986 uh a college basketball game at western michigan in in kalamazoo michigan obviously very nervous uh did very well the following week the same gentleman offered me a job he was crewing uh for the same network passports in detroit here that does college and does used to be the pistons tigers and redwoods uh I ended up doing a hockey game the following week, did really well there. And my third show, believe it or not, was a Detroit Piston game at the old Silverdome in Pontiac, Michigan. Oh, wow. So that's kind of that's kind of how it started. All right. So let's just go through your you sent me the list of the things you've done. And I will say I'm impressed. Uh, I just want to go through the list. So I see <laughs> you've you. got a bunch of Super Bowls. Uh, what are a few, one or two of your favorite Super Bowl moments working? I did, uh, of the 17, I did two international feeds and 15 game production. 
which uh, were all fantastic. I mean, I was, it was just great to be there. Uh, it was great to be invited. It was great to do the shows. Um, you know, honestly, Eric, the games were great, but I, I remember more of the halftime shows, believe it or not, the entertainment. Uh, oh, geez. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers there in Arizona. Uh, was one of the halftime shows. Uh, they were great. Uh, Paul McCartney in Jacksonville. That was a really good show. Uh, that's really what I remember. So now with the halftime of, shows, were you involved as a camera guy with uh, NFL entertainment or did you get to just kind of sit back and watch and relax until the second half started? Uh, great question. On some of them, uh, I was asked to do part of the production and then on some I wasn't depending on what camera I was on what uh what location I was at uh you know I was either asked to do it or not to do it and so yes I was involved uh I can't really remember specifically which ones I was involved in. I do remember this one the one in Arizona uh I forget what year Tom Petty he was actually playing and I I like Tom Petty he was good and I ended up, uh, there was a gentleman that I knew that worked for Canon uh, that was there uh, overseeing all the lenses we were using for the game. I ended up talking to him for most of the halftime, but I was listening to Tom Petty in the background. It's just something I remember about that halftime. I thought it was, I thought it was really odd. Now, has it been interesting to watch how the halftime show has just pretty much gotten out of control? I mean, it's, it's always been the big, big concert, but now production wise, it's gotten so gigantic that has it been interesting to watch that grow yes it's just uh it's been incredible and uh i think it's something that the nfl sees as a big a big deal as far as the entertainment factor and how big it gets and you know how many bells and whistles they can uh they can add on to that show it's absolutely incredible It, it really really is and the acts they've gotten have just been outstanding i mean they've been great now, you being a camera operator are always in the stadium. What would you say is the loudest NFL stadium you've worked in? Oh, without a doubt, it's Seattle. Uh, the Seahawks uh, home field is incredibly, incredibly loud. Uh, I can't really explain it. It's just, it's, I mean, you got to be there. It's just, it's amazing how loud it gets. Don't get me wrong, there's some other stadiums that are up there, but to me, it's Seattle. Kansas City's close. Oh, what else? I tell you what, I love, I don't know about sound, but I just love the atmosphere of Green Bay. I just think you, you know, when you think of Green Bay and Lambeau Field, I just love the old, kind of the old school of, of Lambeau Field. I, I just think it's fantastic. Let's shift to baseball. You work the home shows in Detroit, so you've done your fair share of of uh, Tigers games. What other games have you done, and what are some memorable baseball moments for you? Well, the biggest probably is the one World Series I did for Fox Sports. I did the 2011 World Series, which turned out to be a great, great World Series. Uh, Texas Rangers and the St. Louis Cardinals. And I... I'm really, really happy I got to do one. Uh, you know, if I had a bucket list, there was a lot of things that I would have on there, and that would be one of them. And I'm really glad that I got to do one of those. Uh, like I said, it was a great series. Uh, the guys are great to work with. And uh, I got to work with the legendary 
Bill Webb on that, and he was tremendous. Uh, he was great. Uh, I, I had worked with him before, but doing a big show like that was really uh, the World Series was just it was awesome. It was great. Oh yeah, and that's totally his element because just so many cameras to be able to tell the story, show the fans, do all the stuff that is, and that was a pretty amazing World Series too with the Cardinals and the 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 Rangers that just couldn't buy an out. I do remember that series. They were a strike away twice from winning the World Series, and they couldn't and they couldn't finish it off. It was the game six was incredible. It really was. Let's move along to golf. Fox got golf in 2015, I believe it was. How did you get involved with that show and uh, what holes did you work? Because I had worked with Fox, uh, they hired some of us to supplement with a lot of the golf guys that the director, Steve Vime, had worked with. And uh, uh, it was really, that was fun. I am so glad I got to do three years of that. I got to do three U.S. Opens. Uh, Chambers Bay was the first one outside Seattle. Very memorable. I was on the eighth green. I was at the highest point of the course and overlooking the whole course. And it was just tremendous. Uh, The only golf event that I did that Tiger Woods was involved in, and when he got to my hole, it, it was like that you could just tell the fans around it, it was like it was like them following the beatles the way they were following tiger woods it was it was incredible uh when you see a living legend walk by your tower after he's done on your hole uh it's quite a uh it's quite a feeling uh the atmosphere was tremendous uh that's what i remember about the first one the second one was Oakmont Country Club, I think, out of outside of Pittsburgh. That was the second one. I was on the seventh hole, I think, green on a tower. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, that was a good time. And the third one I did was uh, Aaron Hills outside of Milwaukee. That was the third U.S. Open. Great time. The guys on that tour that do a lot of golf were just tremendous, and they took a lot of us guys that had worked for Fox uh, that had to, hadn't done a lot of golf. They, they took us in under their wing and they were, they were awesome. The, the, the guys on the, on the crew were great. They really were. Yeah, it is a great crew. So now I got to indulge myself. I direct some hockey and it is one of my favorite sports to do. And you've done a fair amount of hockey with the wings and all over the place. And as long, that's one of your main sports. I see the Sportsnet hat. I've got my RDS shirt that I found, <laughs> found sitting in a you pile. Sure? So let's start with the Olympics. Which Olympics have you done doing hockey? Uh, I did the, oh, geez. I wish I would have. I looked some of this up before we did this, <laughs> but I didn't look all of it. It was the 98 Olympics in Nagano, Japan, Nagano. Nagano or Nagano, depending on how you, uh, there were two ways that I always heard it said. I did that in uh, 2002, I think, in Salt Lake City, Utah. I did uh, both Olympic hockey there. Awesome. It was, they both were great. Going over to Japan was quite an experience. I'm, gl- I'm really glad I got to do that. What was the reaction of the fans in Japan to a sport that they really probably don't see a whole lot of? It's more more baseball and things like that over there. They loved it. Uh, they were very excited to see it. Uh, the people were very uh, welcoming to it, to the sport. 
and to us covering it. I had quite an experience over there. I would walk from where I was staying uh, to the venue and uh, the people over there were uh, surprised, I guess, uh, a lot when they would see someone like myself uh, being as tall as I am. And there were people that would see me. It was, it was quite different uh, over there, the culture and that. And, uh, but the people were great, uh, very welcoming to the sport, and they loved it. Very excited to see it. Okay, so let's talk NHL. What was the first finals you covered? Well, actually, let's back up before that. When did you start doing hockey? Well, I did the college games, like I said earlier. Uh, one of my first, my second event, I think I did, was a college hockey game. When I started doing the NHL, I want to say it was the fall. I think it was the fall of 86. I think I started doing the Red Wings. The first game was uh, the Detroit Red Wings and the Winnipeg Jets. I'll never forget it. I will never forget it. And I have a picture of me sitting at the spot where I ran my first my first camera position at the old Joe Louis Arena in downtown Detroit. Oh, uh, I remember the Joe. Yeah, yeah. It was it was uh, it was a great old place. Not a lot of people liked it for TV, but. It a lot. Of, it, it it had a lot of history and lore, and there were a few Stanley Cups won that I saw there. Well, yeah. I mean, for me, it it was an amazing place to stand and just look and know the history. I can say, as a guy who works in the truck, we didn't like some of the creatures that were outside oh. and some of the smells. But <laughs> inside the Joe was it was you could definitely feel the history and all of the the legacy of the wings. So now your first finals was in 95. What was that experience like doing an, doing your first finals? It was interesting because Detroit played and they got swept that year by the New Jersey Devils. So it was kind of bittersweet uh, being there, doing the first finals and seeing my Red Wings get swept. Uh, one of the lowest feelings I've had as far as a fan not really a, from a technician standpoint, but from a fan, very disappointed. So it was, it, was, it was very bittersweet to be there for the first time and do a finals, see a finals, and uh, see the Red Wings lose. It was tough. So what are some finals that you enjoyed? I mean, I know it's tough as a fan. I mean, we have to do our job regardless. You know, for me as a fan, Giants fan, I've watched some great moments and some not some great moments. And, you know, it, I would Preds fan to watch them lose a few years ago to Pittsburgh was yeah. tough. You know, so I was know, there. I was there. That was that was tough. Yeah, it was a tough one for me, too, as I because that's where I got my start in the business was traveling with the Preds. And so I have a soft place for them. And it was a great, a great series. Pittsburgh was just a better team, but we have to put our fandom aside and do our job. What are some of the fun finals you had as a technician? Like what, what are some memorable moments as a camera person doing the finals? It's kind of hard, Eric. It really is. I think it, it's to put yourself, it, it's hard to be a fan, although I, I'm a huge fan uh, of sports, which m makes my career so much fun. And it's just flown by all these years of doing it. And uh, I just, it's, it, it, it's hard to be a fan. I, what I like about it is the atmosphere. You know, you're concentrate. You're trying to concentrate on following the puck and following the stories and, you know, and following the game. I think the atmosphere is the best part of it. And it's just great to be there. 
great to see the introductions from each arena as they start the series, start the playoffs, start the finals. Uh, I like to see what the fans' reaction is and, and them being there. And I, I really get a kick out of that too. But it's, it's tough to follow the game and be a fan, I, I also think. Uh, I've had some experiences where uh, I'll give you a great example. Uh, the last Super Bowl I did in Houston, uh, I don't want to get off the subject of hockey, but the last Super Bowl I did in Houston, I did not know like really how big of a lead the Atlanta Falcons had over the New England Patriots. Okay. And then, you know, I realized at halftime and then as the second half went on, I saw New England coming back. I didn't know how really big of a comeback that was until after the game when you realize, you know, how really big it was. So as a fan, it's tough. Uh, you know, as a, excuse me, as a cameraman, it's tough being a fan because you just lose. It's hard to follow sometimes the game because you're concentrating so much on your assignment stuff. All right, last question. I ask everyone this one. What is your favorite TV moment as a technician? What is the most memorable moment you can think of in your long career? It really doesn't have to do anything with <laughs> the production. It has, uh, in my travels, I, uh, and I still can't believe I'm saying this. I, I can't believe I'm telling this story. I did an ESPN Sunday night game in New York, and the next morning I get on a plane to go back to Detroit. Like I always do. I just get on a plane normally. And I was one of the first ones to get on the plane. And I don't remember anyone else getting on the plane. And I, I, I remember uh, I got upgraded to first class, luckily. I got on the plane and I'm sitting in 1C and there's already a gentleman in 1D right next to me at the window. And I look and I don't think anything of it. I'm like, I wonder how we got on the plane so early. Like no one else got on the plane and he got on like way before everybody else. Well, come to find out, it was uh, actor Pierce Bronson who was traveling from, uh, I forget where he was traveling from, obviously New York, but I don't know if he was overseas and just connecting. But he was making a movie outside Detroit, and he was flying from LaGuardia to Detroit that morning on that flight. And I got to sit next to him and got to chat with him. And that's something that I remember vividly, and it was just amazing. Uh, just to talk to him, very nice gentleman, uh, told me some stories and, uh, we exchanged, uh, you know, ideas about life and that and his career. And I told him what I did and, uh, he was asking me about all the sporting events. So, uh, that was quite, that was quite interesting. It's something I'll never forget. Well, Michael, I appreciate you coming on the show today. A lot of great stories, a lot of great memories. And stay safe during these times. I'm looking forward to the time when we can be back in a truck and you guys can be out back out on the field doing some baseball, doing some hockey, and let's let's get this thing going. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, be safe. Uh, thank you very much for inviting me on your podcast. I really appreciate it. And uh, keep up the good work. And, uh, and take care. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And stay safe. To watch past episodes or for more information on today's show, visit BehindTheCamerapodcast.com and we'll see you next time.